Movies entertain. Entertainment leads to emotions. Those emotions connect us to our enjoyment of film. But what if we challenge ourselves to go back, look where we are now, and where we want to be? That is why we exist. To focus more on different perspectives. The way we analyze film with respect to the lens in which stories are told. In search of authentic diversity while still keeping the emotional connection. Because every movie makes us feel something. Yo, 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 what up and welcome back. This is Feeling Films Black Label, a film critics roundtable for the culture. It's good to be back. It's good to be black. Yo, and rocking on the mic, your boy Kobe Mack is glad to be here. In the Midwest, holding it down in Chi-Town, my man, E-Man, what up, bro? What's going on, everybody? Good to have you back, good sir. And up in the Pacific Northwest is my guy, known as Black Nerd Magic. I know him as Kales. How you doing, bro, bro? Good evening, guys. Good, good evening. And probably not too, too far away, also in the Pacific Northwest, the queen, Aaron. What up, y'all? Hi, y'all. I'm blessed and highly favored. Ooh, Black Label is back, and it feels good to see y'all smiling faces. How we doing? Oh, you know, it's a little, it's a little crazy right now. Uh, as best as we can. Stressed out, but as best as we can. <laughs> I just found out it's snowing again in Chicago, so whatever. Yeah. Is it? Is, it's, so, it's supposed to be spring, right? But, like, I have not felt the temperature rise like how it should be right now. Yeah. Mother Nature's, she's been mad for a hot minute, so it's just, it's not really spring. <laughs> last year, Seattle had no summer. Like, we literally oh. just skipped over summer last year. Oh, we really? had it for maybe, like, three weeks. Oh. We just had, like, a, we had an extendedly, it seems like we had an extended long spring, like, a, a wisp of summer, <laughs> and then it was raining again. <laughs> Oh, we didn't even have snow really this year. We didn't get our snowmageddon or anything like that again. And now it's like we're finally hitting the 60s this week. And Mother Nature, you know, I don't, I don't blame her. She pissed. She allowed to be. Look, right now. I yeah. just <laughs> barbecued two days ago. I was barbecuing two days ago because it was 60 degrees. Now it's like it's snowing again. I, you know, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick Side of That is nuts. <laughs> snowing on the middle of april it's crazy to think that it's the middle of april oh well, you know climate change isn't real are you sure it's still it's, <laughs> i think it might still be january <laughs> i've lost track of it what what days yeah. are in a week <laughs> it's the year 2021 right it's the longest january saturday i don't know what time of day it is at this point it's just i'm sick of it all i love all that meme that's come out that's like I now know what Usher me- meant by like 511 days, umpteen hours. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yo, um, so I've, this is, this is, this is quarantine week five for me. Um, I, I think in different parts of the country, like everybody kind of like slowly shut down. I think up in Washington, y'all, y'all state was like the quickest to kind of like, all right, yo, we need to like relax and chill out. Um, they jumped on it quick. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's good. We were, we were ground zero though. Like we were the place that had the first death. We had the first major surge. So like we, we kind of, we set the tone for what other states should be doing, whether or not they listened, which I think we all know they didn't. But like a Washington was really great about showing like, here is how we can respond in order to keep this contained. I mean, there are idiots everywhere, of course, but like Washington really pride, prides itself and has prided itself on being an example for how to to try to tackle this response collectively as a community instead of just individually on like an economic or an individual level yeah i mean and it's great that there seems to be like in some parts of the country some direction on like where things go i think right now all we have is like response you know um it's so weird like knowing that the past like Especially the past year and a half, I would spend four to five days of my week inside of a movie theater, and I haven't been in one in like <laughs> over a month. I'm starting to get that itch. <laughs> I'm just like, <sighs> and like the fact that the last movies that I saw was The Hunt and Bloodshot. <laughs> I didn't want to that go out. Hunt was my last film as well. <laughs> Terrible I'm so sorry. Terrible so sorry. I did sorry. not want to go out on that. <laughs> 
I knew I probably should have stopped with the way back, but I didn't know. Hey, man. I know y'all two didn't like it. And I don't know if no, y'all I like the way back. I gave it a three star review. It's, I was talking cool. about that. I was talking about the hunt. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's, I like that. That silly satire of the hunt. Ugh. Yeah. That's the topic right there is the hunt. Cause I need to get your opinion on how you liked it. <laughs> I, I like, I mean, look, okay. So obviously, you know, this movie, it had its controversy and everything, right? But that was during the, I forget which guy, I forget which shooting it was, but whatever the case was, the movie got postponed, unfortunately. Um, but when it came out, the reason why I thought it was pretty enjoyable was because I loved how it was able to poke fun satirically at, I want to say the extreme political sides whenever you go just in general. So whether it's the media, whether it's yeah. people online, you know, whatever tribe you want to subscribe to, whether you're conservative, whether you're super liberal, whatever side of the aisle you're on. This movie found a unique way to poke fun at all of it. And I loved it because it was just so funny and not like, you know, slap your knee, you know, goofy, silly, funny. It was just funny from a satirical standpoint because they were taking these very extreme examples. For example, um, you know, uh, uh, you have the right wing conspiracy theorist that believes the most outlandish stuff, you know, online. And then you have like the liberals that are so snowflakey, you know, that they've gone to this extreme of quote unquote hunting these people down because they just disagree with them so yeah i loved what they did because i thought it was a perfect reflection of how crazy and how extreme uh the political landscape has gotten into society today because we have become very tribalistic we have been stuck in echo chambers you know where we only want to listen to opinions that gel with our own we're so you know anti critical thinking at this point you know people are just not at the point where they're able to engage civilly sometimes so yeah if you have a movie because what these movies it's art imitating life if you have a movie that pokes fun at this very insane situation that is happening in the real world obviously with satire i'm with it so i like the hunt That was a pretty good reason. I can't can't go against you on that. That's a pretty good reason. I mean, I was kind of the opposite end because I felt that like some of the um, script writing, it felt to me like they just like took stuff right off of Twitter and kind of just implemented it right into the film. And I was like, I understand that you're doing a satire of it and I get that angle, but... I just felt it could have been cleaned up a little bit as far as like it put me into the vein of like a scary movie film kind of. And I just found it hard to really like get what their overall message was like. Yes, I understand they're talking about the political climate, but I was still expecting them to really like kind of choose an angle on to set their main idea. And it just felt like they were just did a film just to poke sides of it. But it's like, what do you really say at the end? You know? You know, it, it, it was weird because I, I think where the film became the most clear was the end. And it's kind of like almost like don't judge a book by its cover, especially with respect to who our protagonist was with Crystal, right? Well, one, she wasn't belonging to either side. She wasn't on the extreme left or the extreme right. Um, one, I could tell and knowing that there's this film has been chopped up a lot. I thought it was pretty evident in the final conclusion, like, oh, <laughs> they played around with this film and especially in the way that it was marketed. Cause when it was first marketed back in like early, you know, the spring and summertime, we got a completely different result here. And like, I just felt that if you're going to approach a satire, you've got to really, really go for it. I don't feel like this film really, really did. And when it did try to go for something, it didn't have a character do it. It was just a film doing it and to not have a character be the one that's like you know delivering that perspective essentially crystal should be the one that either we're learning through or we're learning from right and we don't get that from her um and when you create these like cartoon characters and they're not really even good cartoon characters like like uh, you just kind of pluck stuff from like twitter like if you want to like like a liberal a liberal elite to 
what mainstream views him liberally, they're not psychotic. <laughs> like they don't, <laughs> they don't they don't typically say, "Yo, I can't wait to kill deplorables." Like that's not something that they're typically like, prescribed to them. So like that just felt like a like an inauthenticity to it. And then a lot of the other characters we had on the you know the far right, we don't get to spend any time with them to really kind of understand like you know what makes them tick. What would have been, uh, 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 in my opinion, a more fun film is to have both sides be the hunted. And then they're forced to work together and understand what makes them tick in order to survive. That's a much more complex film. You know what I mean? <laughs> but and then it, who would the bad guy be if they're both being hunted? Well, well see, that's the thing, right? This yeah. film, this film, <laughs> in one point, I have not seen this film. Yeah. So I, have, I had literally <laughs> zero desire to see it, even from the trailer and the controversy. I was like, what is this trash? Well, well that's the thing. It's like, it, on one hand, I've had folks here, def- here like defended saying like, oh, it doesn't pick sides because it attacks both sides. But this is the thing. In this climate, when you attack both sides, you yourself in the middle are a side. You're saying that, oh, since I'm not them or then, I'm a moderate or whatever. I'm, to, I'm say, a to say nothing is to choose a side. Sure Correct. Is. And, and, and I think that mm-hmm. in this climate, because I called it irresponsible filmmaking, understanding that where we were in the time to have this release, that because we're tribal in nature, you have to be very careful in the way that you attach your, your satire. And if it doesn't work, it can go really, really bad. And I just found it really distasteful. The thing is, is it entertaining? Hell yeah. Betty Gilpin makes this movie and she is really 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 good yo shout out to her she's like she does this like she has a very unique physical performance to her and what she brings to this character but just a lot of the other like the merits of the story just didn't jive with me like if i remove the satire yo it's a fun six out of ten but like if i'm adding that in there i had to drop it down to a four and then when i was fighting it out with my dudes over minorities report i was just like oh my i want to shake you guys i don't see y'all don't get it but nah but i mean it's cool it's you know that is the very last film that I saw in a theater. But I've had so much time now. Like, weeks of time to watch stuff that, like, which I'm, I'm really hoping that I was going to hear that, oh, Kobe, guess what? You know, even with everything that's going on in my life, and, you know, I've had all this time and moving and stuff, and we got COVID-19, I watched. Am I going to hear it? Am I going to hear it, Aaron? What did you watch? Did, did, did you watch it? I've been really busy, guys. Oh! <laughs> 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 we still haven't broken through yet, guys. We haven't broken through yet. I'm sorry. Like, it, look, okay, so I, I'll go through some of the things that we have been watching. It is on my list. My list is really long. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see the looks that they're all giving me right one, now. but <laughs> uh, one job. I did, and I haven't been fired yet, so. (laughs) Look, okay, I do want to see it. It's just there were other things that, and again, I don't always have control of the television, so unfortunately I have to share with somebody who has terrible taste, but whatever. Ain't that the worst? Like, yo, trying to fight for time between my daughter and my wife, and like, yo, E, you got a family, what, five in the house? One, two, three, four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right next to you? <laughs> nah. Yeah, the cat that is You know, when you've been in quarantine for so long, you start seeing doubles and trips. You know, it's just... When did we have twins? You know, like, math ain't my strong suit right now. Don't, yeah. You know, like, we, we, we have to be very... And the thing is, is, again, you have to remember, like, for my job, because I have to watch TV all day, most of the time, my evenings are dedicated to watching things and not not actually watching, but just having in the background things that I have already watched. Gotcha. Most of my evenings, like, keep in mind also, I've been technically working from home since February. So, like, we were sent to work from home before the state actually shut down. So, like, my quarantine's been going on a lot longer than a lot of other people's. So, for me, <clears throat> I've gotten to see some really good things from work. So, like, there were a couple of films that I had been wanting to see that because of COVID-19, Prime Video released early on their service, um, which was great. I thought it was a great chance for us to, like, pull some good streaming content and to be able to take a look at films that were still in theaters but getting released on our service as well. So, you know, like, we got Onward. We got um, – I finally got to see The Emancipation of Harley Quinn, um, which I have so many thoughts on, but – Overall, I'll just say I enjoyed it more than I thought that I actually would. Um, I would say it's, it's, I would say it's tied, if not right under Wonder Woman for top spots. Um, followed closely by Shazam. 
But um, you, I mean, cause do you do you, do you want to have that conversation? You know what? You I wanna, feel like when I can wanna, have an entire conversation about our because I know some listeners are getting a little antsy right now with your with your quick list. I'm just if you want to have the conversation, I'm with. Oh, it. I mean, Listen. I don't really. There there are a few things that I will stand like like there are hills that I will die on. You know, mm. like everybody has like. One, I have like 17 hills that I would <laughs> die on. Like mm. pineapple belongs on pizza. Um, like there, there are, there, there are hills that I will yeah. die on. Oh yeah, Parks and Rec is better than The Office. That's another hill <laughs> I'll die on. Yeah, no, yep. that, that's, I, I, Sorry. I mean, we'd have to dedicate a whole nother episode for that. I, I will go, <laughs> give me an episode I, I can I'll talk fight. about Parks and Rec, The Ooh, Office. You know that gives me a really good idea. Maybe, maybe that could be, you know, for the next episode, Black Label Versus. And we both bring it like just to, like, ooh, ooh, I love don't it. Do this. Don't do this. <laughs> hey, we can start with DC. We could do DC versus MCU because I know E and I will will just. <laughs> it'll literally, it'll literally just be staring at us. Be like, he's so quick. I just want to do that. What happens to the empathy? Okay. Back to my list. Yeah. So nice. lately, like we've been like the as far as new content goes, primarily what Owen and I have been watching has been Chernobyl. We're finally getting through Chernobyl. Yo, I finally um, watched it too. Yeah. I only I can Pretty only sure. watch one episode like every two to three weeks just because oh. it really does sit with me. Um, I have a very big problem with shows that show lacking of empathy, and um. This show for me has been really hard. So I think we're, we're on, we just finished episode three like a week ago. Okay. And so every night he looks at me, he goes, are you in the right headspace to watch Chernobyl? <laughs> and like 85% of the time I'm like, no. <laughs> so, so you guys are the type, and I always find this really unique, um, where watchers can like be watching multiple shows at once where like, oh, you I pace to. yourself to like, okay, I'll watch this every couple of weeks. I'll watch this there. I'm more of like, I can only do that for like maybe one to two series, but like I generally got to get through those before like I try to yeah. do something well, else. Well, most of the shows that I watch, I'm are, I've already seen. So most oh. of the other, most of the content that I'm actually, unless it's for work, most of the content that my brain is housing gets recycled very quickly. So especially with ADD, like Chernobyl, the only other reason why it can be done every couple of weeks is because those episodes sit with me. So I'm not likely yeah. to forget what I saw. Okay. But like for me, I, I mean, what I'm currently watching Chernobyl, I'm doing my first rewatch of True Blood. I'm doing my 37,000th rewatch of Bones. Um, oh, they're just shows <laughs> that I like having in the background okay. that are good because with us buying the new house and everything like that, like, I'm also like looking up hardware. I'm figuring out what our schedule is for things that need to get done for, I'm very type A. So I have a lot of lists that like, oh, there's nothing sexier than crossing something off of a list. Let me tell y'all. And this project, <laughs> I've been crossing things off left and right. And I'm like, ooh, look at that pen drag across the paper. Just, ooh, just so delicate. That's called all day foreplay for those who are homeowners. You're just like, yeah. I remember when I first bought my house, like I was at Home Depot legit twice a week. Oh, I've done so many times, like Same masking here. gloves, obviously, but I've been so many times. Oh, they still, they still got that up there, masking gloves? <laughs> oh, you, I mean, any, you, y'all, no, uh, I'm saying like, I always wear a masking oh, gloves. Gotcha, I gotcha. go, no, I'm not buying masking gloves at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was just I mean, at Home Depot yesterday. <laughs> that's, that's primarily what I've been, I've been watching is, is a lot of streamable content. Um, right now for work, I'm working on Bosch. So like, it's one of those things where just, just trying to balance what I watch on my own time versus what I watch for work and stuff like that. So that's got to be pretty unique. Uh, I'm glad that you power through and finding a, a, I hope that I, I will continue to hope a good work life balance for you. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, I think we are all trying to find balance in anything, whether it be a work life balance, a mental health and sanity balance, like family time versus me time. Now that you're forced to be with your 37 children, E like, mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where I think what we all need right now in the world is finding balance and realizing that it's okay to be selfish and to take personal time during these moments and that you're not a bad person because you want to break from your wife and kids for a little bit because you're not used to being around them 24-7. So I think that like the balance that we all should be seeking right now is just to find peace 
And like everybody's been talking about like, oh, you know, when I come out of this, I'm either going to be 30 pounds heavier, have a drinking problem or be in the best shape of my life. And I'm just saying, like, I hope that when I come out of this, I just my spirit isn't broken. Like, that's all I want is I just want to be I want to be whole whenever we leave this. I think it's pretty unique in having this time. I think time is one of the most valuable commodities that we had. I know that's something I've always wanted. Like I've always I used to joke and say, yo. Like, especially like when I was like, I wouldn't say dad it out, but just so I was in a place where I wanted to do something different. I was like, yo, I wish I can do like a petty crime that gets me like sent away for like a little less than a year, right? It's like I'm forced to like have to like rearrange things. Like, I don't want to go away for like a super long time, but it's like, like a little less than a year and like just like be in like, like one of them good jails, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, people used to good get on jails. there a lot. <laughs> Good job. Holy, we got. white collar crime. Well, no, no, that, I want to go. No, I want to go. No, no def, not that. Like, I know. Commit wire I, fraud. You'll go with a bunch of white people. You're fine. No, no, there I want to go. go. To, I want to go to light. Yeah. I want to go to light skin people jail. Like wherever that jail little, is. Little insider rating. You'll be fine. Yeah, I mean something like that. Like I know I I will not be like I won't qualify for white collar crimes and like I'm not black enough to go to like the regular jails. So like I, I want to try to find a jail that's a good fit. You know, uh, I swear everybody's listening. Like, what? <laughs> no, but like, no, yeah, no like something breaks us down. I wanted, like, I just, I just wanted time, and like, it was weird is that now that I have time, it's not that I don't want it. It's just I'm not. And I think you were saying it, Kales, like off wax, like it's different. Like I thought, like this is like I'd be like, oh, I have all this time to do this and do that, but like now you kind of find this weird space, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like for me, like when when it first came that um we would have to stay home and stay safe mandate here in Washington, and then I found out I was still expected to be working, you know. But then um we ended up getting the call that we didn't um apply for being essential, so we got considered non-essential. So it then it came to the point where it's like, okay, this is a month. Like I thought it was gonna be easy. I thought it was like, okay, what this is what I've always wanted to do. I always wanted to stay home and just watch films. Like that's I could never get tired of that, but. It's like now when you get to the point where you're watching two or three films a day and, you know, like you're doing all these reviews on Letterboxd and, you know, you're kind of sitting there with your girl watching films. It just gets to a point where it gets like really tiresome and you just look for something new. And for me, I'm like easily stimulated. You know, my attention will go here to there if it, if it finds appeasing to my mind. So what I've been trying to do is like. Even the mundane is entertaining to me. Like taking a shower is entertaining now. Like um, eating is entertaining, you know, um, like. Building bookshelves and painting around the house is like very entertaining to me right now, you know, because there's nothing else to do. What is this and- world? <laughs> <laughs> we have light skin jail. We have people that enjoy showering like it's the main event at the Super Bowl. I don't understand where we are right now. Picture this, everyone. Check this out. I showered today, right? The temperature was perfect. The soap. And the aroma was just rising as the steam went up, and the towel was fresh out the dryer. Oh my gosh, guys! Never mind, Aaron. I found some new for next week. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Erotica shower time with E Man. Let's go. That is where we are. Yo, I'm telling you, all Uh, this time on our hands, it could drive folks crazy. But like, like Kales, I, I, it, it feels weird. Like, I feel like there's only so much stuff that I can watch, and like, I've noticed like. I mean, especially like even now, I've been so my wife and I we share an office and like you're right, Aaron, like I'm around her so much more than what I typically am. And it's not like my body's like, yo, what's going on? Like obviously, like I'm not in the office for eight to ten hours, right? I'm not like, you know, running errands for two to three hours throughout the day. And it's not that I don't enjoy my time spent with my wife, it's just it is very different. I'm having to talk to her so much more than what I typically do. Not that I don't enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she I love it. Wow. That says a this. lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, one, I mean, one, and, and, and email, I'm pretty sure you could be able to, lop, you know, lop on too, but like, the challenge. I'm not getting of, in this hole. No, no, I'm just saying, the challenge of parenting and helping to facilitate a, at an, um, a, in home schooling is a challenge. Oh. Like, oh, and, sure. like, what's, 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 what's the age of your kids? I mean, I got uh three, six, and twelve. Three, six. So, but luckily for me, you know, I lucked out. My wife is a teacher, so you know, she um she actually keeps them on schedule. Wakes up, you know, everybody's waking up at a certain time, eating at a certain time, you know, because the kids, 
regardless, they still need structure or whatever, you know, and uh, especially when it comes to like the Adults the hardest thing structure. to juggle. I mean, we do too, of course. I know I do, but um, especially with the movies and and stuff now and the TV, um, I have to limit it you know, for the kids, because it's so easy to just be like, let me stay on the iPad now because I'm not at school or let me watch movies all day because I'm not doing other activities. My three-year-old is losing her mind and she will run around in circles and I have to not say very much to her because she needs the exercise. I've, I've sat down and actually watched movies with them and watched TV shows that I normally wouldn't have time to do, you know, onward, kind of got to me, <laughs> you know, that was actually a pretty good movie, you know, had me a little choked up at the end a little bit, you yeah, know, I, but I still say it's one of the most impressive third acts that Pixar has ever done. It, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I'd have to look at the whole catalog before I yeah. go that far, but it's, <laughs> it's definitely, it definitely got to me, you know, in classic Pixar fashion, of course, oh, yeah, they got the formula uh, down. but I mean, look, I'm, I'm right there with you guys in terms of just adjust thing with all this the one thing that well first of all i need to stop playing mobile video games because that's totally <laughs> killing my time okay but what i've tried to do is um if i'm going to commit my time to something i want it to have like two effects one obviously to be entertained but then the other thing is to actually talk about it you know so whether it's a review or whether it's to create some content um you know, just something, you know, along those lines. So, for example, I just got done binging um, the greatest and the best TV show on Netflix to date. Tiger King. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. We're not going <laughs> to. I don't know about great. It's gonna, entertaining, though. We're <laughs> not going to. But Money Heist is an absolute must watch. Okay, real quick. Are you ever- watching it subbed or dubbed? Uh, I, it, it already started dubbed, so I okay. kept it that way. Um, I will say this. It does kind of take away a little bit, yep. you know, from it. Um, but for people that don't read subtitles, that's fine. You know, you can watch it dubbed just fine. Um, some of the acting doesn't always sync very well with and the that, that's voice. That's the part that's really frustrating. So that's, that's what they know, take away from it is that they're probably yeah. really, really good. Cause you know, I watched the platform on Netflix and yeah. I started watching it dubbed just because my, right. my wife yo she watches the most randomest shows on netflix dubbed like like korean stuff like she watches yeah. like the, the the african stuff right mm. so it was left on so i'm hearing i'm just like yo i feel like that i'm having this impression of these actors performances and it's not their right. fault because they like netflix hires the worst people to dub their films it's just it's just <laughs> not good but i will say that in this case for money heist it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because the story takes over okay. so much. Like the they they know how to build up suspense. Every other episode, if not every episode, you're left with a cliffhanger. And if I can give everyone just one bit of advice, if you're going to watch Money Heist, which you should, only watch up to season two. Season two, it's four parts right now, but you can only watch up to season two for there to be a natural break in the story and what i mean by that it took, is it took some time off it well i don't know about the time off i think it is you know i think season yeah. five is kind of on you know hiatus obviously yeah. because of the quarantine and all but the way season four ends it ends on a huge cliffhanger and clearly season five is going to be trying to finish and wrap that up so you know if you're binging it like i was you're going to be left hanging real bad if you go all the way to season four but if you mm. stop after two it's a good pause in the entire story. There's no cliffhanger. It's a good resolution and you'll feel satisfied. And the second season five comes out, then you can pick up with three and just take off. That's a but money high strategy. Please go watch it. Please. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of folks, I've heard a lot of folks talk about it. I think culturally it's a bigger phenomenon worldwide than it is more sure. so in the States. I think the U.S. is catching on a lot because I think a, a lot of people are, uh, are talking about it. Um, like I'm trying to build up 
I don't want to say the perfect cube. I'm, I'm trying to catch up on all like the big stuff that I missed. Like, you know, finally getting around to Chernobyl because so many people were bugging me. They're like, oh, it's one of the best shows from last year. Why didn't you watch it? I did that. Um, I, I, I got to Watchmen. Like, yo, y'all were absolutely right. Watchmen is like legit. It's so good. Um, is it true that it didn't get revved for a second season? Yo, that's the thing. So like, yeah, for now, apparently it Just is for now. Re- so it'll come back. It must It'll be way too black that they're just like, I don't think we can do this again. Because I'm, I'm I can't watch it if it's gonna come back. I had to wait then. I'm surprised how black that show was. Like, I, I, I'm. It is crazy. <laughs> but to be fair, I mean, this season ended so good that I honestly wouldn't have a problem if they didn't bring it back. It was a perfect oh, ending to that season. It, it, I mean, mm-hmm. it. There was such a finality to it that, like, I felt good. Like, I felt like I wasn't missing anything. I think it's like, okay, they've set up this world that I think can like can really do like wonders and kind of like all right well where can i take these the rest of these characters right um but i feel really really good i love the way that it weaved and it moved and i think that it was a really smart and clever adaptation of the text which was so hard and don't get me wrong i love Mm -hmm. the watchman cinematic feature that Zack snyder Mm -hmm. did um but in the switch up of using the eight like you know the alien like I, i think like they got it right in this i'm like wow it is insane so like Getting to do that, um, I, 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 I started and finished Fleabag on Amazon. It is a really, really unique comedy. Yes, I, I was saying yes, that yes. Bridge, her mind, like what I realized is that we think very similarly. Um, she's just found a much more healthier way to deal with her, <laughs> to deal with her stuff <laughs> than I have. I kind of like tuck my stuff away. Um, maybe I need to do like a one man like show to try to get it out. Um, That's how it started. Yeah, started I mean, as a one-woman show in uh, at Fringe Festival in Scotland, and uh, well, I mean, she was performing in theaters before then, but that was like yeah. where it really took off for her. And if I'm not mistaken, last week Amazon actually released the oh, original yeah, one-woman show that yeah, inspired that. the TV show, and then we have like a series or one or two interviews with her about the process as well. It's honestly, it's one of one of the most amazing amazon shows that was i shouldn't say it, most original amazon shows i absolutely love that show yeah it, it's such unique and I, I i'm really i'm digging shows that can be able to give me like great content in like less than 30 minutes so like i i love it um and like i obviously i've been you know keep mech up so like i'm kind of segmenting everything like all right so i got my netflix stuff everybody was talking about ozark so i quickly binged seasons one two and three of ozark Great series. Really, really fun. The best Bateman I've seen, best Lenny I've seen, and stuff like that. Really, really good. Obviously, Is it Tiger done, King though? stuff. I mean, no, I, I don't, I mean, I, yo, so, I mean, if we'll get to it, I feel like everything is done for the next six to 12 months. I don't think it would be smart for the way that things are. We cannot move the way that we used to move without a vaccine. Now, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know why it takes 12 to 18 months to make a vaccine, but whatever. I'm hoping that it comes a lot sooner. I do not see a viable way for Hollywood to get back to any sense of normalcy, just even on the production side, without it. Because I feel like that you put so much of your staff in danger while we still don't know enough about this virus to try to, let's say, okay, let's go back into doing these productions in mass numbers where we're all around possibly, you know, infecting ourselves without a vaccine. I there is no normal risky. anymore. That's just it. It's like everybody keeps talking about. And I think this is something that it took. It took me a little while to learn. And I understand that it's going to take other people as well. But everybody talks about like, I need some normalcy in my life or I need to feel like things are going back to normal, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, there is no normal because the new normal that we have is this life where this pandemic exists and we have to cope with it and or accept what it's created in this world is I think that when all of this dies down at some point, whenever that may be, you will see a drastic change in culture in general. Like there is literally no way that every single person is going to go back to shaking hands all the time, that people are going to eat out at restaurants as often as they did before. I truly think that commercial real estate is going to suffer because a lot of businesses are now realizing that when they were forced to go, but I'm saying, but like when people were realizing they were forced to work from home, a lot of businesses are like, Oh, I can have my workers work from home and it's going to be crazy cheaper because I don't have to pay for office space. So like there is like the normal world that we lived in before, there might be pieces of it, but there will never be that same normal again 
period. Like it is, it is impossible. And I read a very interesting article that talks about what we're all feeling collectively, whether it be through anxiety, depression, anger, frustration, is we're all feeling grief. We are actually mourning the loss of the life that we were living before this hit. And I think that's a very interesting perspective because grief doesn't ever end. I mean, think about how the great, how, what happened with the great depression? We're still, feeling the effects of that. I had to help my grandmother go through stuff in her fridge where she was blatantly telling me that expiration dates are just to get you to throw things away faster. And I had to explain to her that, well, I had to explain to her. I was like, Grammy, I was like, I respect that. I do. And you know, with a lot of products, that's probably true to a certain extent. I was like, but this ranch dressing that's now brown, that's been in here for three years past its expiration date. I don't think they're thinking, oh, if I put this in here, she's going to keep using it. It's not going to the store again. Like there, there's a limit to everything. And that's from her great depression days is she doesn't want to be wasteful. She has literally like 10 instant pots. At some point, she bought some. She was gifted some. She went to Costco and thought, I might need this. Do I have one? I don't know. I'll just buy one anyway. And then she doesn't actually give it back. It's it's hoarding. My grandmother hoards some things. And part of that is the Great Work Depression mentality. You know so what, what, maybe... what we're living with now is going to have lasting impacts on how all of us process things like this in years to come. Do you think, I think that... it'll be I think it'll be for the better, though. I mean, like, you know, oh, I've, I've, true, likened, yeah. I've likened this situation similar to um, you know, in other conversations of um, what happened during 9-11, you know, after 9-11, we were all collectively shook. I mean, the nation was shook. People were not about to sit here and go travel out of fear of terrorism and, you know, flights being hijacked, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, and that did change our normal at that time. Um, and, but we adopted a new normal and that new normal was increased TSA security and people. I want to keep my shoes on though. Yeah, I know. But well, you could pay for that probably, you know, with the, I do, you know, (laughs) but, but that's what I'm saying. Like they even have those type of things now to adjust, right? Like you can pay for more so you don't have to, uh, um, go through as much security, you know, screenings or whatever, or, you know, uh, um, you know, or just when you go travel, maybe you just keep your head on a swivel just a little bit more than what you would before. But at the end of the day, it didn't stop people from traveling. You know, we just adjusted. Like I said, especially with the movie theaters, I think, and this is a prime opportunity install some more hand sanitizers you know like just in the area if you want to do like grocery stores have been doing even before this whole pandemic install a couple more uh hand sanitary wipes or whatever maybe you can go wipe your seat before you sit down you know so i think one way or another people are going to adjust because businesses will adjust because they want to accommodate the anxiety that people are going to face don't be surprised. And I know we've all gotten these emails from all these companies about here's how we're dealing with COVID-19. You know, like they're going to do that again, except this time they're going to be like, this is why you should come to our business and feel safe because we've taken X, Y, Z procedures. And I really think that that's what especially movie theaters are going to be doing. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much of a segue it is. I know AMC is going to have to do everything possible to get people back in the theater. So I could totally see that as just being like one of many measures, um, to getting back to a comfortable new normal. I think my favorite thing that's been added that I really hope stays afterward, and I don't know if you guys have them out in the Midwest is here. We have a lot of businesses have designed little markers on their floors to show people how to maintain social distancing. So they'll have like X's or they'll have like, like target has like stickers on the floor that says like, wait here. And then like six feet in front of them, there's another one. I hope those stay one because I don't like feeling like a werewolf is breathing down my neck while I'm trying to order a subway sandwich. Like give me some space. Like I need to breathe, but also like, we were talking about how they announced that Washington was going to try to reopen or ease some of the restrictions. And Owen and I were having a heated debate about like what that's going to look like and how I told him, I was like with bars and restaurants, like I hope this means that people will stop trying to push the, I think people really are going to have to stop having a capitalist mindset is they're not going to be able to think 
I have to focus on cramming as many people as humanly possible into my small restaurant because that's the only way that I can make a good profit. People are going to have to take tables and chairs out of their places of business because it's not going to be safe necessarily for these people to eat right next to each other anymore. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how many like we are. I mean, don't even get me started on capitalism in general, but like we have ingrained that into people so, so deeply that I don't know a single business owner that is willing to make that sacrifice like lightly to keep going and be able to hit the same kind of profits that they were hitting before. So it'll be very interesting on how this affects bars and restaurants or like food providers specifically. I don't think that's going to happen long term. I think that'll be a good short term measure, you know, especially like as we acclimate back into dining in and stuff, I could totally see that. But like, I was just sitting here going to target, you know, and the fact that, there's a line to get into the store because they want a social distance. I'm sitting here like, well, I don't want to do this then. Like, I'll just go somewhere else, you know. You just so, order online then. I mean, I was. That's kind of the problem, you know. Like, the problem, you know, for some people is that, well, for the people that go in, I order online. That's my little secret because thankfully the people in my area don't. So I get first dibs. But for the people, there are lines of people like at our local Walmart and stuff like they have to stand so far apart. It wraps around the building. You would think like, you know, the new PlayStation or Xbox was coming out or the new Jordans or whatever. It looks like Black and, Friday every day. Right. And it's, you know, it's sad because, you know, we've got crazy weather. And people don't want to have to stand outside just to go get some milk, you know, get some bread, you know. So I don't know. I, I could definitely see that as being like a short term thing, but I hope it doesn't last that long. Like once we get a vaccine, I do think that it's going to get back to normal or closer to sooner than later. But I don't like the idea that, of a Russian vaccine getting injected into our bodies though. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, but, I'm with you on that, but you know, let's be honest. We specifically, and I'm I, speaking to us as the label have uh, been used as testing subjects uh, in the past. I, I ain't about to be anybody's lab rat. Well, first of all, I like to let people get the vaccines for a little bit first, then I'll wait. So if you get it next year, that's yeah, cool. I'm that, talking to you. Say, like that's like a three to five year plan yeah. for me. Is Same like thing with the iPhone. Out. I'll wait after a few months after they get the bugs out. I don't want to hear no side effects later. Like, oh, we didn't know it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I only got one nah, body. For, um, for me, this whole thing has really brought into perspective how much we need to value workers, like not just here, but all across America. Um, I, it's grown appreciated for me for like, you know, the garbage men, you know, the, the retail workers, the service workers. And I mean, I already had appreciation for them because I mean, I've been in that industry before. I've been in retail. I know what it's like to like, you know, have a customer like cuss you out in front of millions of people. I know what it's like to like, work long hours and not feel like you're getting paid enough and you're stressed out not knowing like you know if your next paycheck is going to come out and be able to pay rent or everything i know what it's like but i feel that now hopefully after all this settles down and you know everybody can get to like you said a regain of some kind of sense of normal you know people will actually start to treat you know retail service workers as like one of the most important people in the country we have you know I mean, you already see it, like, you know, how our economy has gone down, you know, down before because a lot of businesses are out. And some of those businesses are retail and service businesses. And, like, those people are really the the blue-collar workers are the blood bread of America, you know, and they should be given the respect and honor that they deserve. And, you know, what really, like, makes me mad is, like, this is how I know whether a person is good or not. You know, how do you treat, like, someone who works as a service worker? Like, you know, how do you treat somebody who you know – is like having to do this and have to treat you with the whole customer is always right mantra. Like how, how do you treat them? Like, do you go off on them because like, Hey, this coupon didn't work or Hey, like this item was listed in the wrong aisle and you think it's their fault that the price is higher than what you expected. Like, you know, how do you treat these people and everything? And for me, I've always treated them with the utmost respect. I've never like have had one of those public freakouts that you see, which I hate those videos. And I just hope that people can really understand that. You know, the the soul of this um, country is really on the workers, not like, you know, hey, people can make their money and I have no problem with that. You know, people can make their money. I don't really care if you like it. I love it. But people have to understand that the people who are working for less than minimum wage are really the heart and soul of America right now. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad that we have it. I, it's 
you know, it's weird. We, we, we've lost a lot and you're right, Aaron, we're, we're going through the stages of grief and you have the folks in certain parts of our country that are rebelling. And for those that are misunderstanding, they ain't millennials. All right. That's some Gen Z folks. Like, let's get this right. This, you know, there are some folks out there like that are just like flagrantly being foul and stuff like that. You see it in the videos and stuff like that. You understand this is a crazy time for everybody. And, you know, I, I almost think that Hollywood may have done us a disservice because we thought like when we thought of a pandemic, we thought of outbreak. We thought of 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 contagion. And this doesn't feel like that. Right. Like we're not seeing like those those mass like big spectacle disaster movies for us to really be shook. Because if we just all stayed inside for like a legit, you know, two to three weeks, like we, we could do it. But because we're not, we're, we're, just, it's, it's, we're not going to yield the results that we think that we want. But like we had a 9-11 and it's unfortunate to say because we had this this massive event happen on our soil. Like, yo, somebody attacked America on our soil that shook us where we just all like straightened up. Right. And unfortunately, COVID-19, I mean, you got to understand, like a couple months ago, it was labeled a hoax. It was a, a you know, a political propaganda hoax. And there's still folks that still kind of feel that way with everything and it's like I, I i wish we were all in like the same mindset because if you have some places reopening before others it's like oh why do they get to reopen and why do they get to do this well you know what i'm gonna do it it's gonna be tough to really flatten the curve but the one thing that we know is that like this is real death is real there are people that are dying from this also you know what else is real people that are recovering from this and i think that that should get as much talked about as it does the people that are, that aren't you know, um, to know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I don't know what, in context of this podcast, what the cinema landscape will look like. We do know that it's shifted. Um, you know, we were talking about some of the Pixar films, you know, that we watch and, you know, with Onward and stuff. Soul, which I'm really excited for, is right now slated, you know, um, it, it got pushed back end of the summer. I don't know how likely that is. <laughs> you know, like, I think there's some films that, like, really push back far out. I mean, you know, Fast and Furious said, yo, we're just going to we'll see you next year. You know, it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, but with animated features, it's going to it's a completely different dynamic because it's not necessarily something that they have to be physically present with each other the entire time to do. True. It's yeah. not like it's something that requires a full onset of crew, actors, everybody just breathing on each other, holding boom mics and everything like that. Yeah. Like there's no I shouldn't say that, that physical conduct isn't needed because I know there's some aspects where you have to work with other artists and other yeah. creators and things like that. But I definitely feel like their shift with Onward made sense to me because it was still in theaters. So they wanted people and customers yeah. to still be able to to view their content as well as to make revenue from it. Yeah. So it All, made Onward sense that they moved it. that from the theaters into a, like onto other streaming platforms. But with with Soul, like there's nothing that's gonna that that should stop them from still releasing that through their streaming services. And I feel like, yeah, there oh, are instances the, the where they're never going to, yeah, the but I mean, the money won't necessarily stop. It will just, it just might be the money that they're already getting from their streaming services. But, but see, that's the thing though. And you said it a little bit earlier, because we're a capitalist society, we're going to have to convince folks to give up the money that they've been used to. They know that the potential that Pixar, that a Pixar film has, like the goal is just in the back of the head. Oh, this needs to gross. 500 plus million dollars at the box. Yeah, office, like Black Widow. Right? There's no way they're going to release exactly. Black Widow not in a theater. You would never be able to equate to make that money to release Soul on on their streaming service. Like they would lose hundreds of millions of dollars. Like they know and and obviously they Disney has the capital to kind of sit on a lot of this stuff where the only film at this point that they decided to move to their streaming service is Artemis Fowl. One that's technically, I mean, yeah. And, and, mm, I don't blame them. I don't blame them because they, they were already about, they were already about. Yeah, they they already kind of knew, you know, with, with this thing, you know, Disney for the past like three to five years, they have one or two stinkers, like box office wise. Like they're not the giant that a lot of people think of. Like there's a couple of them that just like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and this was like revving up to be it. That film cost over $150 million to make and putting it to Disney Plus. That's a concession saying, yo, we're just going to take this L because we know for a fact that right now we can't like this movie was supposed to come out almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's been in the can for a while. Um, the, the interesting test ground is when they release the numbers, I'm really interested to know what Trolls World Tour did. Um, it already broke records and said it's the biggest digital release ever, right? 
Um, but I want to know concrete, like what were the numbers? And I'm hoping that like, Adder, you kind of let me know what that is. I'd also like to know um, what their actual subscriber and user count was before COVID-19 or maybe yeah. like at a certain point, talk about like over the course of the last three weeks, we've seen our user or our subscriber base yeah. grow X amount because I'd be interested to know how many people chose to get like Onward or something like that, like. That's also on Amazon Prime. Trolls World Tour, also on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I'd be interested to know if how many people stuck with their current subscriptions yeah. that they already have or shift to something like shift specifically to Disney Plus because they wanted this yeah. content. So it's, if it's, it's available elsewhere, to are you going to move? Yeah, it's definitely tough. I mean, because on one hand, you have to say, okay, we have the caveat that it's it's the biggest release. Well, there's also there's no other alternatives, right? There is no alternatives to like go try to watch something else. There's really nothing that's battling its contention. So um, I enjoyed it. Like unfortunately, um, like something happened. I spent forty dollars on on trolls, so it got me. I like I, I put it on one TV in the other house. You can dispute it. I, I probably could, but <laughs> but I mean it's alright. It was I found it great. I thought it was just as you know wonderful as the first one was, but. Um, it's going to be interesting. Like I still, as much as I love being home, I still have a desire to go back to the movie theater. I'm going to approach things a little bit differently. You know, I'll bring all my, my own little Lysol wipes and I'll wipe everything down. I'll make sure to like pick a seat and kind of move around and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I pray that, you know, the movie theater industry is not deeply affected. It's going to be impacted. I, I, you know, it's going to take a while and it, it already looks, AMC is going to file for bankruptcy. What that does not mean, folks, is that, AMC's going out of business. Like, there's a very big leap between filing for bankruptcy and going out of business. That's not likely to happen. Um, yeah, but somebody's going to come buy them out. Oh, somebody, and there's a lot of folks that are just sitting there, like, ready and waiting. Like, it's, somebody's going to do it, you know? Um, so, don't worry about, it. like, going to the movie theater is not dead. Going to the movie theater will be different. Just like we've all kind of said, a lot of things that we're going to be doing, is going to be different. The way that we interact with each other is going to be different. The way that we talk to each other is, is it's, I, I hope that that gets different. I hope that we can appreciate like how we talk to each other. Um, let's have a little bit more compassion, you know? Um, let's take this time to maybe not like sit here and watch everything under the sun, but try to do something different, you know? Um, I gotta figure out what that is. I don't know. I need to like housework. <laughs> I guess, yeah, housework. You know what? You know, if it, if it wasn't for this pollen, that's the thing that's killing me. It ain't the coronavirus. Like I, this is my worst time of the year. Like I, it, it, I am a mess. You know, I'm either you know dry nose, wet nose, the scratchy eyes, the itchy throat. So yeah, the pollen absolutely. I finally me. got uh prescription eye drops, antihistamine eye drops, and prescription uh nasal spray because I couldn't. I was miserable, absolutely miserable. This is, this is, yeah, I cannot wait for us to get past like another month so I can try to get to the summertime and be able to get to something, man. But, you know, just hang in there. It, it, I'm, I'm glad that we've, we've, we've had this time to kind of just talk it out, see everybody's beautiful, smiling faces, healthy. And I say healthy with like the best intent. Um, I understand there's a lot of, uh, what's the word? You know, our healthcare system for folks that look like you and me is, uh, it's showing themselves right now. I find that to be really, really interesting in the midst of all this, especially like numbers and stuff. And like, yo, for real, for real, these numbers are numbers. And like, don't respond to like a lot of the headlines that you see. Do your own research. Dig a little bit deeper. Um, Not on lot... YouTube. Yeah, Hold please on. don't. We need to, oh we need to clarify that. Because <laughs> when people say go do your own research, it is, it is terrible. Because there are exclusive. too many people that don't don't know how to research okay and i'm talking about like remember when we was in grade school and they used to say wikipedia is not a reliable source guess what youtube isn't either okay some meme is not either so, like please go look if you go research something make sure that the website is credible not biased that confirms what you like but they're credible and what I mean by that is sources that they use. You can click on the source and go find yes. the information that way. <laughs> Maybe it's a study. Maybe it's put a, a textbook. Book. Maybe it's something. Just put some effort in. Don't 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 be that person. I'm sorry. I just get so annoyed with that. It's go do your research. Look at this two hour YouTube clip 
about 5G. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Yo, I'm Chinese, they're using it I don't understand the whole 5G thing at all. I don't. Don't. Know. Don't. <laughs> just don't. Don't. Don't there, try to. There's a video of a guy who's going to a 5G tower. He's recording. He's like, yo, y'all see this, man? And he's pointing to a 5G tower. He's like, man, this is what they're trying to tell us. They're trying to hide it like a tree. I was like, dude, that does not look like a tree. That oh looks like the age of misinformation is where we're in. The fact that at the beginning of this coronavirus, they said, oh, we don't got to worry about it. Black people won't get it. And I had to sit here and just look like, excuse me? We got ginger ale. We're fine. <laughs> Alka Seltzer, Vix, that'll take care of it. No, it won't. <laughs> and Vaseline. And Vaseline. Can't forget the Vaseline. Oh my gosh. Hashtag is just a flu. <laughs> Yo, take this seriously, guys. Like I mean, you know, we don't want to harp on it. We just want to be able to have some time to be able to just talk to y'all, let you know that we still here. We still plan on doing the damn thing. Um we're gonna get real creative with these, uh, you know, with these upcoming episodes. Um, there's, I don't want, there's, there's not, I want to say there's not movie related content that's gonna drop in it like that. Let me tell you something. Starting this Friday, and I know my, my man E-Man's already got a chance to be able to check it out. But yo, I am really, really excited for hashtag Black AF. Um, <laughs> I, I am uh, the Kenya Barris, you know, uh, Rashida Jones, you know, kind of like a Blackish esque, but on Netflix, I cannot wait to binge it up. Yes. Oh, and yes, we will do a whole episode. We're gonna force Jesus. We're gonna force yes. Aaron to watch Let's it out, go. and we will Let's give you a black exclusive <laughs> review. All right. <laughs> so be prepared. Get out. Hashtag Black AF. That's gonna be coming, and any other content um, that we could think of, we'll make sure to be able to get out for y'all. Um, but yo, before we go, let's go around the table and. Um, any last words? I'll start up with my boy, Kales. Um, Everybody, just wash your hands. Practice social distancing. Um, Learn something new. You know, take this time also to learn something new. It doesn't have to be – you don't have to create um, and learn about the rules of gravity like Isaac Newton did because I'm seeing that meme go around. Just, what? like, learn an instrument, read a book. I mean, do something productive, you know? I mean, and then also have fun as well. It's a pandemic. Don't stress yourself. Yeah, You are not forced to get a TikTok, all right? Like, don't, don't, you don't have to, you can just watch them. You don't have to do one of your own, all right? Like, <laughs> yo, E-Man. Um, yeah, look, yeah, definitely wash your hands first and foremost. Um, take this time to, uh, you know, if you do have family, you know, try and do, make the best of the time that you can. Um, whether that's just calling them up doing a zoom conference call or something, you know, or if you stuck at home with them, like I am, you know, like take some time away from whatever your busy schedule might be. And, uh, you know, just hang out with them, um, find different projects. I mean, we just bought a whole bunch of like board games and stuff. So we're playing board games. We're playing bop it. We're just doing a bunch of different things, um, just to kind of have time and stuff. So yeah, by all means, just, just, Try to maintain your sanity during this time as much as possible. Preach. So, you know, yeah. Thank you for the word, brother. Queen Aaron. I love it when I get called that. Just makes me happy. Um, the biggest thing that I can, that I would recommend is that allow yourself the time to grieve. It's okay for you to be upset. It's okay for you to be tired. It's okay for you to feel like you don't want to get out of bed. The rule that I have made with myself is I'm allowed to feel sad or upset or aching like I'm longing for something. I just can't live in it. I, I don't allow myself to wallow in how I'm feeling. Um, I just, I, I ask that everybody practice patience. I ask that everybody stop practicing racism. And I just ask that we all give each other a little bit of grace during this time frame because we are all in this together. And I think that it is important for us to remember that, especially for those of us that haven't made time to see a movie that they've been saying they're going to watch for the last few months. <laughs> so just grace, patience. No more racism. Obviously, wash your hands, wash your hands, and wash your butts. But let's we we're all in this together. Let's just get through it together too. Yo, that's the thing. We're all in this together. Like, we're go watch all high school music. In yes, this together. 
They're doing a reunion. You better believe doing I, a reunion. Still know, I still oh know that whole day. Let me tell you something. I just I, heard they're doing a reunion. I am a wildcat forever and ever, okay? Like, I, I, oh man, High School Musical. You know, and, and yo, give High School Musical, the musical, the series, a watch. It's it's decent on Disney+. Plus. There's not a lot of decent stuff on Disney+, Plus that's new, but that is. Um, But, yo, just like, you know, like, 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 like I've already said, you know, be compassionate, you know, express grace, um, be respectful of people's space, um, and also be respectful of what you need, you know, go for a walk. Um, just because we have a stay at home order does not mean that you need to stay at home. Um, it does not mean that you need to be like out flagrantly, you know, not social distancing, but go for a walk, you know, enjoy nature. That is beautiful, but also just be responsible and respectful of information and doing your due diligence. Um, but yeah, that's all we got until next time, folks. This is feeling film, the black label. Thanks so much once again for spending time with us at the round table. And until next time, keep feeling film. Peace.